Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. With e-commerce off the charts, many small and growing warehouses are asking, how can I get ahead when my warehouse is barely keeping up? The answer is future-ready warehouse tech from Zebra Technologies. Warehouses can simplify and upgrade all processes, from automated inventory management to hands-free picking with Zebra's tailored, scalable mobile solutions. They're simple and intuitive. There's never been a better time to upgrade for success with Zebra. How can your warehouse get ahead? The answer's in black and white. Get the answers at zebra.com slash the answer. That's zebra.com slash the answer. Businesses are retooling fulfillment operations from warehouses to omnichannel to meet new demand amid unprecedented labor shortages. 3PLs, retailers, B2B distributors, and others are turning to flexible fulfillment solutions like Six River Systems to adapt and scale. Six River Systems Fulfillment Execution System is an integrated solution that combines intelligent, cloud-based software and automation, including its autonomous mobile robot, AMR, Chuck. No costly or disruptive infrastructure changes, fast and easy associate training, and integrations with other warehouse execution solutions allow operations to meet labor challenges, increase efficiency, and enhance customer engagement. Go to www.sixriver.com to learn more. Go to www.the6river.com to learn more. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawton with the New Warehouse Podcast here at Modex 2022. I am joined in the booth by A.K. Schultz. He is the CEO at SVT Robotics, and we're going to talk a little bit about SVT, what it is they do, get some updates on, on what they've been up to, and kind of the, the reception that they've seen here at Modex and, and the interest. So, A.K., welcome to the show. Welcome to the booth. How are you doing? I'm outstanding. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Definitely happy to have you here in person. Good to meet in person. So how has it been at, at Modex this week? We're on the last day here, so. It's been amazing. Interesting thing is my voice is all gravelly because yeah. this is the most <laughs> I've had to talk to people. Yeah. Like, at an elevated voice for, like, two years. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was not prepared for that. But out, outside of the voice, yeah. it's been fantastic. It's been an amazing show. We were, we were hoping for a great turnout. Yeah. And we got far more than we expected. Yeah. It's uh, pretty amazing. I think there's just pent-up demand mm-hmm. for people to put their hands on things and actually commune as an industry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's what I've been hearing from a lot of people. And we've certainly seen it as well. You know, the attendance has just been uh, remarkable. I mean, it's been great. And so, yeah, it's an interesting point about the, the voice. You, you've been used to your inside voice, right? Exactly. And you <laughs> find that trade show voice. So, so tell us a little bit about SVT Robotics if people are not familiar. Well... I think we should first talk about the problem set that has been in the industry. Sure. So, you know, there's been this, this like, mud 
the industry has been in when it comes to adopting technology. So much that only the largest companies had the horsepower to to push through the mud to actually adopt automation Mm -hmm. and robotics. And it's because, frankly, it's a massive integration problem that is plaguing the industry Mm -hmm. that not only affects the the integrators and the automation companies, but the IT departments Mm -hmm. for the end customers. And what is causing this? Well, mm. it's the way we do things, and yeah. we do it by assembling different technologies, mm-hmm. and we write in the olden days, like last year, yeah. um, <laughs> um, and, you know, it was point-to-point integrations, mm-hmm. discrete communication with you know, custom code, tying them together, and... You know, that's not bad if you only have two pieces of technology you're integrating, but you mm-hmm. rarely are integrating just two. So as soon as you get to three, four, five, seven, mm-hmm. you create this super tangled web, and I call this the Jenga Tower of Code. Yeah, okay. And it's super brittle. Everyone is just trying to get it stable, and when you're done, everyone's, like, backing away from the coffee table, hoping that no one shakes it. Yeah, no one breathes. Yeah. Exactly. And so, <laughs> and this, getting it to, quote, unquote, work is one thing, but then what happens when you got to upgrade it? Mm-hmm. What happens when you got to pull a brick yeah. or put a new brick in? It's yeah. just, like, insanely difficult. And so and if you think about the time that it takes to do this, mm-hmm. it takes, like, one to two years. Yeah. You know, 18 months is kind of table stakes, right? Mm-hmm. And so most companies, they don't really know what their business is going to be like mm. two years out. Yeah. And so a lot of times they've built something that is obsolete by the time it's live. Yeah. But now they've got this super brittle a super interconnected system that can't be changed. Mm-hmm. And so this system that they've they've built to save them mm-hmm. is now a prison. Mm-hmm. They've effectively frozen their company in time yeah. because they can no longer change their processes mm-hmm. because the technology and the processes are intertwined. You can't change the technology. You can't change the processes. Mm-hmm. So this can actually make the matter worse. Right? Right. So what we set out to do is say, number one, what if we could enable companies to automate between the peaks and change okay. their business between the peaks and adopt more of a agile yeah. methodology to running their business rather than more of this waterfall long-term planning approach mm. and iterate from year to year because we all know that I mean think about all the things that have happened in the past two years that have pivoted the entire market yeah it's been crazy the companies that are are crushing it are the ones who are adapting and are flexible and the mm-hmm. ones that can't are the ones that are always on the back foot and right. they're, they're fighting. So, And if you think about this, right? So let's say you're a retailer. You had a horrible peak season. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get enough people. Yeah. Um, you were missing shipments. You were expediting freight to get mm-hmm. shipments out on time. You couldn't hire people. And you think to yourself, man, I, I, want, I want to adopt automation. Right. So here you come. You come to the Modex show. Yeah. And you say, I want that, and I want that, and I want that. And here we are. Kid in a candy store, right? Exactly. So (laughs) it's April. And all you got to do now is go from April and have it installed by September. Yeah. So it's ready for the peak season. Yeah. Easy, right? Five Uh, months. You got plenty of time. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. So so five months. Like, so you ask some these vendors and say, Mm -hmm. hey, can you be ready by peak? And they say, yeah, of course. Sure. Just not this peak. Yeah. How about next year? Yeah, yeah. Right? But. But that doesn't really help you. Yeah, yeah. So you got to suffer another year, but then you get installed, and hopefully mm. what you were buying this year was applicable for next year. Mm. And 
this is a problem that all these companies are experiencing. Mm. And so taking this agile approach is how tech companies think. Mm -hmm. And so I think the companies that will dominate in the future will be not retailers who happen to have software and robots. Mm. They will be tech companies that happen to sell things, Mm. right? If you think about Tesla, they're a tech company that happens to make cars. Right. Right? Yeah. Amazon is a tech company that happens to deliver uh, e-commerce. Everything. Yeah. Right. It, well, yeah, everything. You know, now <laughs> everything, right? So, but yeah, so, and this is the mindset. But the problem is that how do you do that when a company has no employee base and mm-hmm. talent base and engineering base to do so? Mm. So we set out to build this platform that would democratize all this. Okay. Right? And so we built this platform we call the SoftBot platform, mm-hmm. and it's designed to do what PLCs did mm-hmm. back when for electrical engineers. So are, are you familiar with PLCs? Uh, vaguely, yeah. Yeah, so a PLC is a, it's like a controller that makes right. a machine do things, right? Mm-hmm. It interprets sensors, and it, it, and it replaced relay boards. Mm-hmm. And so the language in PLCs was called ladder logic. Okay. And ladder logic was literally a visual it was a, a visual language that mm-hmm. looked like electrical drawings. Yeah. And so ladder logic enabled every electrical engineer in the eighties mm-hmm. to code. Mm-hmm. And it changed the entire automation market. Mm-hmm. Well, we still have this problem with a higher level function inside business logic. Yeah. And so we decided what if we could build the same thing, a visual language for industrial engineers and operations people? Mm-hmm. What is their syntax? Mm-hmm. They don't know Java. They don't know C Sharp. But they know process flow. Yeah. And so if the visual language is process flow mm-hmm. and you hook things together and when every time you drop a process block on, it yeah. creates code behind the block. Right. And so that's what we did. So if you come... You know, and you look at our technology, essentially any operations or a savvy operator who has, a, you know, understands things like if then, yeah. right, mm-hmm. they can do this. Okay. Uh, industrial engineer can do this. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, what, that's what we went out and built. Yeah, and it's very interesting. I mean, I think it's something that's very needed in the in the market. Obviously, as you, you said, the problem statement there. I mean, then the fact that you know you're you're looking at bringing these these robots and different automation things into your your landscape and your your warehouse distribution center. You know, you may end up with uh, a bunch of different solutions, right? And you know, maybe you're you're a smaller business and you don't necessarily have like a programmer on staff, or mm-hmm. you know, you maybe you don't have the money to go out and, and get a programmer, and, and you're not really sure. Where to where to start there? So I think you know what you've done with the the Softbot platform and, and really enabling just that simple drag and drop. I mean, it's, it's pretty pretty incredible. So so I'm curious, you know, from here from Modex, you know, obviously we, we talked about is a lot of attendees. So mm-hmm. so what have people been um, saying, or what has been their reaction as they're as they're coming to your booth and, and understanding your technology? I mean, it's been amazing. Yeah, it's more than we ever hoped i mean we hoped right. that the response would be this and it, mm-hmm. i mean it was it's been actually a little overwhelming yeah the booth has been packed and mm-hmm. and people just digging in and it's amazing right mm-hmm. so like and and by the way like it's not just end customers coming to the booth mm-hmm. there are robot companies coming to the booth yeah there are integrators coming to the booth and ultimately we're building 
this product for what we call the integrator persona. Mm-hmm. And that integrator persona could be working for an integrator, but it could also be working for a robot company or it yeah. could be working for the end customer. Mm-hmm. The integrator persona is the person who actually makes the technology go live. Mm. And ultimately, this is a tool set for the people who make robots go. Mm. But what we've done is made it more accessible mm-hmm. to people other than coders. Mm. And okay. so think about this. There are, I, I, I ran the numbers, like, I, yeah. you know, based on my experience, I used to, I've got a ton of experience in the industry. I've been doing yeah. this for a while. I tallied it up, and I, I don't know, I've done, I've, I've been involved in one way, shape, or form in like $750 million worth of automation products, okay. projects in my career. Mm-hmm. So I've got the scar tissue. Don't know what this all yeah. looks like, but you know, and and so when I when I tallied it all uh, tallied it all up in the market, my estimate is there's about fifteen thousand integration professionals in this mm. industry, and that some of them, yeah. yeah, it's a lot, but it's actually yeah. not a lot, right? So there's like yeah. there's software engineers, but there's mm-hmm. also like project managers, business analysts, consultants, mm-hmm. IEs, right, and all these personnel are what make up the system designs. Mm. Problem is, if you look at robot demand, everyone pretty much agrees that demand will double mm. in the next few years. Yeah. So if we just do it the old way, mm. we will need to take these 15,000 people mm. and create another 15,000, have 30,000 people in our industry doing this. Yeah. It will not happen. Because it takes forever to create people who know how to do this. Yes. So if you do not encapsulate that knowledge in a product that allows somebody who's smart but inexperienced to execute, then we will never meet demand. In fact, my belief is that the growth rates we're seeing are not actually the demand rates. They are the constraint rate Mm. that the industry is uh, able to meet. Okay. So... If we can unlock the power and mm-hmm. enable the 15,000 people to, to do the work of 30,000 or 40,000 people because yeah. they have a tool set that provides them a tailwind through this process rather than a headwind, yeah. this industry will explode. Right. And it will literally be the rising tide. It mm-hmm. will really be, literally be the, the non-zero-sum uh, uh, game, right? Mm-hmm. Like It's uh, super exciting yeah. to see the potential of what could be. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, being able to make the platform like you did and so easy and, and like you said, you know, if you know, you know, visual process flow, I mean, you can do it. I mean, it's, and like, I know nothing about coding and I, you know, I've seen the software platform and I think it's, a, it's incredible. I mean, I, I'm sure I could figure it out. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and I, you know, I've only worked as a operations manager, warehouse manager and, you know, to be able to, to figure something out like that on, on that level, I mean, I think it's a, a huge thing and I think it makes all of this technology and automation and robotics more more digestible mm-hmm. i think to the operations side of things and and more understanding of you know how can things actually flow and, and what flexibility do i have and yeah. you know like you said if i need to take something out i can just easily take something out and put something in and easily put it in yeah. uh without getting you know a huge uh it project underway right yeah. so so which is a, a definitely a big thing and so now you you mentioned that you've been in the industry for quite some time and you've been involved in a lot of different things so so looking at Modex this year and, and all the robots that are here and automation, I mean, where do you think really the industry is, is heading in the in that next step? Well, I, I don't know how many robot companies are here, but I heard, a a nu- it, I heard a number that was over 200 or something like that. That's crazy, yeah. And, and I think back 10 years ago, mm. maybe there was 30? 
Yeah. Maybe. Mm. I mean, like, think about, like, the, the whole concept that the robots are coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the robots are here. <laughs> it's, it's, they have arrived. Yeah. They have arrived. Mm-hmm. The cost of ownership's come down. Mm-hmm. The technology that enables companies to enter the market has become simpler. It's happening. Mm-hmm. And so now we need to find a way to get a robot that lands on your on your shipping dock into yeah. production and into your process. And that's, yeah. you, know, and, you know, it's interesting. So SVT, I don't know if you knew this, but SVT mm-hmm. stands for Simplicity, Velocity, and Transparency. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, so we've been talking about how do we make it simpler yeah. for people to adopt. We also believe in transparency. So mm-hmm. as you drop these code blocks in, like all the source codes there, right? Yeah. You have access to it. Mm-hmm. Also, you have access to all the data streaming mm-hmm. through on a common timestamp yeah. of disparate systems, which don't underestimate the, the difficulty of not having common timestamps mm-hmm. like in one uh, consistent flow. Yeah. But velocity is huge, right? Mm-hmm. So we've been able to deploy systems that we've never interfaced with before mm-hmm. in four weeks, eight weeks. Mm-hmm. We did an OPEX system with a partner, yeah. a sure sort. We deployed that with a homegrown WMS mm. that we had never touched before, and that was live in eight weeks. That's right? pretty good. Yeah, it's amazing. Like yeah. We worked with Kenko and Locus, and we, we deployed oh, okay. in the system yeah. in about that same time frame. I think mm-hmm. it was nine weeks, right? Yeah. And so having the ability to make a decision on what technology you want and have it deployed, it's not just the simplicity of it, but it's also how fast can you get into production, mm-hmm. how fast from the time you decide to do something that mm-hmm. it's actually implemented. And then to have this tool set, while you know, in general, what on the projects we help quite a bit. Yeah. But our job is to teach you how to help yourselves. Yeah. And if you're a company that wants to help yourselves, all the tools are there. Mm. We are happy to have you self self support, yeah. or we can support you. And uh, but we're not here to be a services industry, mm-hmm. a services business. We want people to have the tool set so that they can self manage. Right. And whether that's a tool set for an integrator or a robot company or an end customer. Hmm. Yeah, very interesting. And I, I think it's a good point, you know, being able to to have that tool set, like you mentioned, you know, the, the robot itself is a, is a tool, but then you need a, a tool in itself to, to get that tool going, right? And, exactly. and you guys are bringing that to the table. So so very interesting to, to talk to AK and, and hear about SVT Robotics and the SoftBot platform and, and your perspective on the industry. If people want to learn more information about SVT, how can they do that? Well, just go to svtrobotics.com. All right, cool. And we'll put all that information at thenewwarehouse.com as well. So, AK, thank you once again for coming by the booth and talking to us. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from the new warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for the new warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.